Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. And it's also powered by Expert Registry. Lani Hilkawani, how are you? Thanks, Nick Hayes. Uh, I'm very good. It's about time we actually got you in there. Yeah. The Expert <laughs> yeah, Registry. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. It'll, it'll cost money to put together another sting. and <laughs> going to charge me. And, 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 <laughs> and no one knows how yes. stingy I yes, am. Yes, you yes. will. <laughs> I will, I will indeed. Hey, we've got a special one here, Lana. Yes, I'm very excited. In fact, we're breaking a few records here. And I want to start with the first one. Okay. Uh, expert uh, podcast has never had a guest return. Oh, this is a this is a returning guest. Y- Been yes on before. You have. Hey, what? This is my third visit, Nick. No, 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 no. I guess the new incarnation. Two. Yeah, oh. Meg Coffee. Yeah. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, if you haven't worked out, you got Meg Coffee. <laughs> she couldn't even hold off until I've given this amazing introduction. Well, I thought you were doing it wrong. I had to correct you. Yeah. She's so unlike you, Meg. Um, what a great start. This is beautiful. Um, and another record. Yes. Another record, Lana. Yes, in case. Well, I believe that this particular event that Meg Coffee does put on, State of Social, and yeah. you're going to be hearing a little bit about, about this over the next half hour, is breaking records as far as the most attended and the biggest social media conference in the Australian Asia Pacific region. Is that right, Meg Coffee? I'm gonna make it that big. Oh, is We're it not, not <laughs> is it not there yet? <laughs> not there yet, no. Who's bigger? Um look, if you go dedicated social media, there's probably I'm probably close I'm, I'm almost there if you go digital marketing i still have a couple competitors that i gotta beat they yeah. do it on the east coast and yeah. so they have access to a bigger market but they wouldn't have done it live this year no i i would say i'm the biggest one live this year yeah you've got the trophy right now yeah. i love the fact though that you know what the competition looks like and you've got your eye on the prize and you're just gonna overtake them in the future Meg. i, I yeah. love that yeah. Nothing wrong with checking out the competition, I reckon. Well, everyone should be doing that. If you don't know what your competitors are doing <laughs> yeah, or what your market is doing, mm. then, you know, you're, you're really kidding yourself. You've got to keep an eye. The one thing I always love is seeing is, but don't look too far in the rearview mirror. I mean, if you're looking at yeah. them in the rearview no. mirror, you know they're behind you. Well, and that's why this is going to be really cocky, but I don't really look at them as competitors anymore. Mm. I look at them as people in the market. Yep. Yeah. Like, because my product offering is so very different and intentionally done that way, it is better than anything out there. Yeah. My issue now is just getting people convinced that they need to travel to Perth. Well, that's mm. my biggest barrier. Because a, once, <laughs> well, it's not just your biggest barrier. The pandemic has been a big barrier here. Oh, correct. Yeah. Correct. Um, so State of Social in its fourth year, or have just completed its fourth year. And the, the problem that I face time and time again is people go, I mean, in year one, it was, we're not interested in a regional conference. Yeah. I was like, it's not a regional conference. It is a global conference that is held in Perth, Western Australia. Wow, regional. <laughs> Far out. That's that, mental. That was an ASX company that I had gone to for sponsorship. And so 
<laughs> Don't name them, Meg. I'm not. You'll, you'll make enemies of them. Um, but so that's that's been one of my biggest things. Take the pandemic out of it. Yes, obviously the pandemic has, has impacted, but it's getting people to travel to Perth. And I didn't realize, I mean, and I should, I'm in tourism, but that barrier to travel. Um, and people just think that, that conferences should be on the West Coast. Or sorry, should be on the East Coast. They should be in Sydney and Melbourne. Mm. Look, that's where the agencies are located. That's where the majority of industry is located. Um, but there's no reason that it can't be. It makes no sense to me, though, because, mm. you know, we're not, it's, it's, we're in 2021. There are plenty of global brands, you know, based in Perth. There are plenty of really big brands that have opened bricks and mortar stores in Perth over the last 12, 18 months because we've got money, we've got a bit of freedom. You know, there's, it's a very stable, I think, a very stable place for business. So why wouldn't they? It just makes no sense to me. But hang on, hang on. Sydney is, and Sydney will always say it's the centre of the universe. Sydney will say that about correct, Sydney. Correct. No, but, but, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's but, true. But no, well, actually, to be to a degree, it has been. It has been the driver where most creative agencies and, and um, marketing and communications agencies do exist in Sydney and Melbourne. So, you know, we can say that from Perth and get a little bit more thinking. And, and bigger populations. Bigger populations, bigger oh, look, numbers, for I, sure. And not to say, you know, this year it was amazing. And when the borders had allowed it, I mean, I'd sold tickets to every single state. Yeah. So we, you know, we're smashing goals. I'm not going, I'm not, I don't want anyone to, that's listening, oh, whoa, you know, woe is me, poor me, can't get anyone out of the state. No, we have people and we have consistently over the years had people from the other states. Um, But throwing back to that question of, is it APAC's? biggest that's my barrier at the moment well that's one to go for and look forward to seeing you do that because i think you you certainly can that's my goal meg let's go back a few steps though what is status social because a lot of people that'll be listening to this and i think when you first launched out with status social it was how do we do twitter better (laughs) how do we get on facebook how's my facebook ads doing you know it was all those kind of little things that you know because social media Uh. is just so unknown yeah. to a lot of brands and organisations out there and even individuals that are working in that space don't really mix that well with others as in they didn't have any sort of network or um, opportunity to engage with each other. Tell me in your words, what is State of Social? The must-attend event. You mean besides that? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Well, according to your bank manager, well that's said. the most attend event. Well said. But what is, what is the definition of the state of social? A look at current and future trends in digital marketing. So it's digital marketing. Yeah, look, social media has evolved over the years. When I started um, Social Media Perth back in 2013, it very much was social media. Mm. And it quickly evolved. And, and State of Social was born out of SM Perth turning five. And I wanted to do a big event. So let's do something cool. So even five years ago, four years ago, social media was, was different. But social is now so ingrained in digital marketing. It's not yeah. one or the other. Social sure. media goes far beyond platforms. Yeah. Um, it's, social media isn't encompassing enough for just for it all. Yeah. I, and I think the, the problem or the, not the problem, but the challenge for businesses has shifted as well. Like I think five years ago, six years ago, maybe more than, than that really. But the problem was the platform or the problem was social media itself. But now it is what's coming next because we all know to just try and master one platform or whether we're on or, I mean, nobody's not on social media. I don't think, I don't <laughs> think there's a single brand that would be not on social media. 
media. Yeah. But it's what's coming. And that's what I loved about State of Social, particularly this year. It was so forward and last year. It was so forward looking. And I think that's really unique that, you know, that's what you do. Yeah. And that's what I try really hard to, to do. And I spend... Uh, I spend too much time on the internet. Like, let's be honest, Twitter, I'm there. But I find <laughs> pretty much all my speakers off Twitter. And it's because they're interesting people that I come across and I follow for a few months. And we had, you know, Zoe um, Skamen, who was just freaking incredible. I do not understand what she talks about. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She was like, we could do a Q&A. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> you don't understand. Then how the hell are the rest of us going to understand? But there are people that did, and she got rated, you know, best speaker of conference. Right. Because she just absolutely blew people away. I mean, the, the, I made a word cloud out of her feedback, and it was mind-blowing was the biggest word. Yeah. I did, I did, I did see that a lot. I did mm. see that a lot on social media with reference to her yeah. presentation. Is that because it's – is it – New, so new to the audience of the so state of social, or was it? She, is she actually very innovative? She's both. state of the art. I think both. I think that it is. Um, what did what did she have to speak to about? So she first? spoke about NFTs and fandoms and the way that we're moving online. Okay, so for the audience out there, what is an NFT? And don't ask me that question because I told you I don't understand. No, <laughs> no <not laughs> well, the, these are digital digital pieces of art, non fungible token, yeah. right? So it's a digital exactly that a digital piece of art that you own on the blockchain. Yeah. Is a very short, basic. Well done. Yeah, well done. Yeah. I think I've heard you on Six PR talk about that. I've talked about it many, many, many <laughs> times to many outlets. Thank you, Media Stable. Um, <laughs> ah, ching ching. <laughs> um, and so I think that it was okay. So look, segue out of that for a second. Some of the feedback was fascinating. Why are you bringing international people in when we have so many interesting Perth people? I was like, cool. Hang on, hang on. Who said that to you? It doesn't matter. But we get feedback like that. But the point is that I want to bring in the international and the people that are, as back to your question, Nick, is it new to Perth? It's new to Australia. Yeah. It's new to, you know, it, it's a completely... It, well, exactly. And a completely new way of thinking. Mm. And, and that's what's important to me. It, it's finding... And it's been interesting over the years when I look at the speakers that I've had they might not have necessarily been amazing when they were all, or not, no, they were amazing. They might not have been very well known yep. mm. or widely known yes. when I had them on stage. But by the time we were done, they were one of the leaders in whatever it was they were talking about. Yeah. Yep. So I think what's really unique about State of Social is that, um, is it, how do I say that without sounding cocky? I was going to say is me. Say it, say it. Well, as the, cocky unique as you thing like. is, the unique thing is me. I have that ability to well, find these people. Correct. And this is what I think this is the sort of the Meg Coffee playbook, isn't it? Yeah. You're looking at the people that are making or doing something different or think, you know what, we need to hear more from these people. Because the reality check here is for most of us in this game, we don't really, we live in a little bubble. We're not that as forward thinking. Um, we need people that can challenge us and get us thinking in a different way. And they are your playbook. So, mm. you know, don't don't worry about being cocky. This is These are the people that you've invited that you yeah. get 550, 600 people in a room to see. Yeah, there was some of that in the feedback. I thought Meg was a little bit cocky. Was it? Not a fan was one. Really? Yeah, I love that one. That's such a tall poppy, like Australian uh, cultural thing though, I reckon. It's, um, yeah, it makes people uncomfortable. If that's, if that's all you got that was negative, you've done very it. well. No. I, don't, I don't even have to look too deep into my own Facebook page to see what people think of me. <laughs> no, it's funny. When feedback comes in, you you got to take it with a grain of salt. It, feedback's very important to me. Very important to me. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the stuff that comes in first is always going to be the most negative because they're the ones with, with something to say. <laughs> True. 
So when it first started coming in that day, I was spiraling. I was like, oh my God, the world hates me. Now that it's been a couple of weeks and the majority of the feedbacks come in and I can look at it holistically, um, what an amazing event and how cool that we had as many people either attend or involved or whatever. It was, it was brilliant. Yeah. And I think when you're doing something different, Meg, you know, you always, it's not, it's less important to be liked. Mm. I reckon like, even though obviously we all like the positive feedback, but what you're doing is different and you are pushing boundaries of what we've had here in Perth. But yeah, I mean, you got to get people from outside of the ecosystem, surely. Yeah. <laughs> surely. Now I don't want this to be a, how well did you do Meg show? Because we can talk about how amazing I am. Remember no, I'm cocky. I do, but no, I did. I, li- I liked your last tweet at the end of the week, and I dare say you would have been exhausted. And and I know when you put on, even when we put a half day event, how exhausted I am. Uh, let alone a two day event yeah. that you put on that's full of gold and full of uh, content. That it's almost become the event that you cannot miss. Um, it is. It's just one of those things, and particularly if you're a West Australian business. But we'll, we'll have a lot of East Coast listeners to this, and this is something. This is a destination uh, conference convention that you need to get to because I can tell you, it is it is world class. But I did love that tweet you left on the Friday, and it was like I did something kind of cool this week. Uh, I think I might do it again next year. You know, <laughs> I'm out, sort of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too, and that that, that, that sort of summed it up beautifully. Me- did a thing. It was well received. Might try again next year. That's, yeah. see, <laughs> it was well said. Yeah, I can't even. I can't even do the the, the, the quote directly. Give it justice. Any case, paraphrase. Well, it's me. Coffee. Do we're talking about here? She she corrects me on everything. Now, um, <laughs> let's talk about the event because I, what is, have we been talking about? Yeah, no, yeah. No, that's the, what the, the actual the day to day stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what actually happened on the day? Because I think you know this is a this is a uh, a, a podcast on traditional media generally uh, on experts and media itself but social media plays such an important part and digital marketing to a degree because a lot of the media that we do produce ends up in the digital marketing space anyway oh it's heavily oh, intertwined yeah. so I mean, you look at youtube every you know people that aren't watching the news oh i never watch the news what are you talking about you spend hours watching news clips on youtube every day you watch the news my friend we do and and it's such great content particularly mm. through media but I, i'm interested to hear from you you had a lot of variances varying speakers and and podcasting was a very big uh feature for the for the two-day event who in your opinion was best on ground <laughs> oh you can't ask me that because i didn't see uh, you, everyone you just say everyone was great but, Th- but, but you, they but, were but, but who, who was I shouldn't have said that because i didn't say <laughs> who, but i didn't i was pe- running from room to room so okay. i didn't get to see who everyone. caught your eye oh look um Going into it, I'll tell you the ones that I was really excited about. Um, the cannabis marketing one from Cannabiz and Little Green Pharma. Yep. Um, I wish that I had gotten to spend some more time in that one listening to them talk about the legalities of marketing and, and how do you push something that isn't quite legal yet. Um Adrian Molina, I mean, how can you not love him? He's aviation gin. He he opened the conference. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was He's, great. Oh, you know, fangirl central here. Um, and by the way, nice little aviation gin in the uh, goodie bag. Hey, if you're going to get an award for anything, and this is to the, all the East Coast people over there, uh, 
just the goodie bag alone yeah. is worth coming over for. I, I, hats off to you, Meg. That is probably the one best goodie bag for an event conference I've ever been to. It had gin. It had coffee. <laughs> Margaret had River, toilet paper. Margaret River coffee <laughs> and toilet paper. What else do you need? What do you need? I'll tell you I what, d- if you have too much coffee, you are needing that loo paper too. I did. I asked some friends um, if they thought the toilet paper would be too tacky for the gift bags. No. And they're perfect. like, no, it's brilliant. So yeah. I got a whole bunch of the who gives a crap stuff. Yeah. And we did that and people loved it. Yeah. And, and you know what? I, I, I don't want to, you because know, Perth has been quite lucky and it hasn't had COVID and COVID outbreaks. But I was thinking, oh God, is that toilet paper just going to now set off <laughs> an outbreak? It would just be, it would just be so typical. And you had, look, you had some great sponsors there in my media for the, the coffee sponsors who, yep. again, in the traditional media, wanting to get to know your, your people. Um, and, and Lana, expert registry, you, you were in there with a sponsorship there, getting up on the stage and introducing people. One day you had perfect feet the next <laughs> yeah. day broken foot that's right one day one day good one day not so good no no it was a thrill to be up there Meg with all those sponsors it was awesome yeah great for us what a huge audience yeah no I'm thrilled I am um, I work hard to get the sponsors that I have um because I want to make sure that I can deliver value for them. I don't, it's not, and this is always my downfall. It's never about the money for me. It's about delivering a really good event or product or whatever it is that I do. Um, I probably could be a lot wealthier if I did things for money <laughs> instead of for love. But here Let's I am. Let's have a chat about that afterwards. I think, we, I think we've got to make it more business. But you do. You put a lot of your heart and soul into it and you really do give value. Yeah. And, you know, for all the speakers that come over, I pay my speakers. It's yep. important to me. I, I value their time and effort. I put them up in Crown Towers. It's not just some average hotel. It's one of the best in town. Yeah. Because I, I do public speaking. It, Everyone goes, oh, it's amazing. You travel everywhere. It's not. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yep. yep. I love that. And I think, too, the other thing that you do really well, Meg, and I guess your tourism sort of experience pl- comes into play there, but you are such a great advocate to the speakers that have come from interstate or overseas about Perth. Like, what a what a way to see Perth. Optus Stadium and all those people. It's awesome. Yeah. I consider Perth uh, a speaker in its own right or a delegate. It's it Perth is an important part of the conference. It is my home. I think it is the most beautiful city on earth. It's the best place to live. I just, I love it. And I do want people to travel and come. Come and spend the weekend before the conference and then come and learn. Or come to the conference and spend a couple days extra. As you said, Mm. Nick, it's a destination conference. Yeah. Perth is incredible and, and more people need to see it. And if my conference is a catalyst to bring people here... I'm down for that. So good. You should be wearing a WA Tourism Commission T-shirt right now. <laughs> you have. You are singing their praises. So, w- what were the challenges behind the convention? I've obviously um, having to zoom in quite a few of the keynote speakers because yeah. I think when you've got a conference, a lot of people, and you know, we're very fortunate here to, to be able to come together, but a lot of people haven't been able to. What have been the challenges? Are there, well, just zooming people in, did you get any feedback on that? Yeah, look, there, there were a few things about, I wish there hadn't been so many Zooms. Yeah. And I agree. I wish there hadn't been as well. But that was completely out of my control. Well, I wish we also didn't have COVID-19. <laughs> yeah. But that just didn't quite happen. But what I want people to know is that it wasn't intentional. Like, it's not like that was the plan. Yeah, sure. It it was, I had gone a third Perth, a third Melbourne, a third Sydney on my speakers. Yep. And I figured there was a chance I'd lose one. Yeah. But I didn't think I'd lose Melbourne and Sydney. Ah, right. That makes total sense. So I had flights booked 
like I had hotel rooms booked. Like people were everybody. Like it was mm. a condition that you had to travel yep. unless you were not allowed to travel. Yeah. Yeah. And I lost both. I mean, I even had Zach, bless Zach's heart. He was like, I will get on a plane. Like the last minute that I possibly am allowed to get on a plane, I will get on a plane if mm. I'm allowed to. And yeah. he's out of Melbourne and he couldn't. Yeah. You know? So we did. We I had plans. So that was a, was a big challenge. And I think that once I kind of resigned myself to the fact, maybe end of July, that I'd lost my Sydney speakers, we just went into backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, we know what it's like. And I think anyone that puts on a conference, and, mm. and that is a nerve-wracking uh, mm. experience. I saw it in your eyes, saw it in your face the day you were you were just relieved that yeah. it was actually happening. Yeah. And, and I can I can tell you, I, I feel the same way. We only had Meet the Media, you know, last week, fortnight ago, when this goes to air. Um, the, the stress just to even have 100 people in the room was was incredible and and I'm and I'm just so pleased that we could do it and again I say to the east coasters out there the sydney people the melbourne people you will get out of this and you will get the chance to get back in front of people again i oh. I, I i think the appetite for conventions like this yeah. is going to be through the roof yeah but they're going to have to be good because our budgets are tight yeah. And so the events are going to have to deliver. There's going to have to be value for money. And there was a lot of feedback, good, good and bad, but a lot of feedback about value for money and, you know, the quality of, you know, I was amazed with the quality of the, the food or the quality of the venue, the quality of the speakers. And, yeah. you know, I think I think people that just used to throw events for money makers yeah. yes, might get one or two out, but they're not going to be... I- you and I have come across that issue before because mm. you've been asked as a speaker and, and then even to a degree even asked to be paid or uh, to pay to be a speaker mm. or, or the like and or how much are they going to pay. Those kind of conventions, out the door. If they're p- purely paid for conventions, I don't think people are going to go to them anymore no. just because you know they're not really legit. Your convention, your conference that you put on, yep. State of Social, completely legit but then it's also the extras so when i knew that i was launching the event this year i knew that there was a risk we'd end up with some zoom things and how was i going to fight zoom fatigue and i said well as long as i fill because the theme was chaos and so it all kind of worked out i said you know as long as i fill it with experiences with tactile things then i think that it will break up the zooms and people won't mind as much but if you're just asking people to go and sit in a room and watch eight zooms no not not going to happen not going to work your conference it has to have that networking aspect to it you know the and and then other things i mean we had we had an ar exhibition we had humpback yeah. whales swimming around off the stadium so cool. yeah you know we had a paper plane competition for aviation gin you know who damn could, it who, i missed that one yeah i did too <laughs> although, although after a couple of gins i'm not sure i'm going to be permitted to fly <laughs> yeah no that one was it drinks the first night you know we had we had cool things and, and that's always been a, a, a part of the conference as well is ensuring that there's this the cool extras yeah so you're not just going to a conference you're going to an event and experience yeah, yeah. no i do do adore that um now i've given you a chance to we've given us sort of the one that caught your eye aviation gin who was second third give us a couple more people they were all look on I know they're all your children. I know who's your favourite child. Nah, I can't. can't I can't rank them. They were all brilliant. Well, give me something else that featured that you you actually enjoyed. Can I put my one up, please? Because I I will say, Mike Drysdale. Well, that's what you took the words out of my mouth. There you go. Well, then you know, know, it's taking a long time to get them out of it. He's going to get an ego now. Don't talk about him. He might. He's already got a poster, I reckon, of his own face though behind his. Yes, so we might have missed the boat there. Oh, he has one of the best photos. Mike Drysdale has one of the best photos from the conference, and it is him. It's good. it's going to be my promo 
photo for years to come. It's him standing on stage, like with his yes. fist, like shaking his fist, like so excited, <laughs> so yes. And this girl's in front of him on the microphone, and it is just the perfect photo. I agree, fantastic I photo. I've seen, seen it. It's it. like he's doing a reverse punch. Yeah, <laughs> he's like just a like bon yes, you punch. got it. Like <laughs> yeah. yes, that's what I want. Well, getting uh, back yeah. to can, getting back to the speaker. getting back to the conference and getting back to what Mike <laughs> actually had to say. He talked about branded entertainment. I was going to say he talked about stuff and things. And yeah. <laughs> I, I think that for a lot of the people in that room, it was a bit of a. Um, it was an eye-opener for, for many reasons because I don't think brands themselves actually think about that kind of angle, that mm, entertainment no. angle side of of informing, educating. Some brands. So, Some brands well, not here in Australia. It. I no. don't think so. And I think Adrian, and this is what I did, did on purpose, Adrian wet the appetite on day one with the power of branded entertainment and what you can do and how you can be a showrunner. And then Mike on day two, because his session was an hour long, mm. really jumped into it and really explained it and showed how brands can can be part of it and how you can have some fun because I think you're right there there aren't enough brands that are doing it but I think that's because they're afraid well it's budget they're afraid they think it's going to cost too much yeah and I think this is again I'm more afraid of the things that it's a little bit you pay for what you get totally and yeah if you're if you're in it for the cheat run or for the the way that it was always done previously uh, and not testing the boundaries, then you're really leaving yourself short. Yeah. I think what Mike did and, and the way that he put it together, though, he made us understand that it isn't as, as difficult as what you think. you just got to have a different mindset to, to the approach. I think, though, I'm going to challenge both of you a bit on that. I reckon, yes, I agree with you, Meg, it's not, we aren't saying enough of it, but I do think if you think about all of the mediums instead of potentially just traditional media, there are a lot of brands, and I would say more so on social media, Doing that branded storytelling approach, oh, and I, 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 I totally agree. More with you. than ever, but yeah. not enough. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely true. But, but I, I'll take that another step back. I'm not seeing it in traditional media. Don't get me wrong; it's not like I'm seeing it in an ad or, or something that has been run on a uh, for television. I'm, digital media, they're doing it really well, but Australian brands aren't doing it. No, US I don't think brands, that's true. US brands are doing it. UK. I think it depends where you're looking because I think Australian brands are doing it and you know that's that's I what won't we're ask saying. you to give me one right now but I'll uh, come back to you a little later <laughs> okay, you give me time deal, to think deal, about deal. it. But he was very good. Um, and something that I enjoyed. Veggie might. Veggie might's doing some brand storytelling, I think with Thinkerbell and sort of I mean maybe they're more campaigns individual campaigns than they are a full story told together. Yeah. But I, think, I, I think there's I think there's hesitancy to go down that path. One because it takes time. Yeah, it takes a lot more strategy and a lot more thinking around how to have an experience with your customer and your client. It's a little bit more involved, and that's where the cost comes in because mm. the creatives can be very expensive. Sure, but. It's a good investment because mm. they last forever, mm. especially in the digital platform. And mm. I think that was that was a real eye opener for me. And because I'm such a traditional media guy, I think that was that was my great learnings. And, it, and I, I say that very you know, knowing full well that Mike, I do share an office with. No, uh, he's great, and they he was and very good. I was about to say the users loved him. The um, the, <laughs> the guests, no, the guests, and he was voted as the best speaker on day two. Oh, really? Yeah. So there he was go. he was brilliant. Hats well, off, Mike. Yeah. And I knew he would be. I mean, he was, I think he was the very first speaker I had signed up. 
I know it was the first I announced, but I think he was actually like the first when I launched conference this year. I was yep. like, Mike, I'm, I, you're gonna. Well, be he was there. very good in the panel previous Correct. year, and I d- enjoyed that. And I think also too, you know, on his own, he did very well. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed Carmen Braidwood, uh, and yes. I know Lana, you she introduced was her. The she, feedback was brilliant. I, I tell you what, it it was it was basic, it was real, it was engaging, it was interactive. And that, I guess, is the difference to what you bring in your speakers and, the, and what you've you know, set the path in ways. It's not just something you roll up to and sit there and take notes. Yep. You know, everyone gets involved. And I thought, no, I thought, Carmen, hats off to you. You did a great job. And I think people really got it because it is nerve-wracking. We've got to do a lot more in front of a camera. We've got to do a lot more in front of a microphone. Mm. And for those that don't naturally do it, it's a, it's a great learning piece. So well done, Carmen. There were over 20 sessions. So I think it really was, it was billed sort of as a choose your own adventure this year. Yes. You find the top and the topics, they were very niche. Yeah. But that was on purpose. You know, it was current and future trends. Yes, there were some case studies and, and it's the fine line sometimes when you do case studies, they can come across as, as a cell. That can be hard, but it is, a, it's a case study. This is what we did and how we did it. Yeah. You know, so it was a good mix of that, a good mix of what's new and what's coming. I mean, yeah. you know, a good mix of some of the basic stuff, some of the some of the one-on-one that maybe just needs to be reiterated. So, yeah, it was good. And I think that most people that attended had a brilliant time. And, you know, I can't wait, can't wait to come back well, in 22. Well, what a wonderful segue to the next question. When is the next one? 23rd and 24th of August, yep. 22. Are you on sale now? Are they? No, 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 no. I got to sleep. I got to yeah. get I, I was going to say, because you're now three weeks, <laughs> you're three weeks out from it. You've, you, yeah. Have you have you come down from it? Um, I have. Look, things are, things are already in play, you know, like there are already meetings and dates reserved and all of that kind of stuff. So it's definitely happening. Mark it in your calendars. No, I've got to, um, every year I make it bigger and better, right? Yep. And so I've got to make it bigger and better for next year. So I've got to make sure my ticket pricing is correct to cover the bigger and better that I want to achieve. Yeah. Um, I don't think it will happen in 22, but possibly in 23, we'll expand to three days. Expand to three days, wow. Yeah, so that's the ultimate goal, is to get it to three days. I, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for it next year. Yeah. It's, you know, budgets Are you worried are, at all about whether we're going to have, yeah. you know, the, the doors open, whether the, we're going to get through the state borders, national borders, international? So everything I'm reading is that international borders aren't open until September 22. Yeah. So there's no point in trying to push for something and bang my head at, at the wall at something that I just know isn't going to work yet. Yeah. So maybe give it another year at day two, you know, at two days, and then and then expand into the three days. Yeah. Um, but you know, I want to make sure my ticket pricing is right. I want to make sure that it is always giving value for money. Yeah. Yep. Um. I, I, look, I was sitting at one table and someone literally said, uh, "If there was an FPOS machine there, I'd be swiping my credit card through right now." Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. Just, just for the next, just to get there next year. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's, no. Brilliant. Hats off to you, Meg. You're, you're doing outstanding job. And it's, you. you're not just state of social. Your coffee and tea. What else are you doing there these I, days? I do a few things. Yeah. <laughs> I get around. Just See. a couple. In fact, you were on Flashpoint the night before state of social, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. I, was, I flicked on the TV and I thought, what is she doing on the television <laughs> the night before the gets, big dance? Gets filmed on the Friday. <laughs> <laughs> gets filmed the week before. That's Shh, awesome. Sh- don't well, tell them. Well, yeah. we, we, we only just had the producer no, of Flashpoint on last week. <laughs> when Ryan called and he was like, can you do it i was like oh my god when 
when when do you want me? And he's like, Friday. I was like, yes, yes, I'm oh. in. Thank you very much. Uh, awesome. Um, look, yeah, I do. I, I've got a, quite a few radio gigs, regular radio gigs around the country. I do television. I do all kinds of things. I run Coffee and Tea, which is an agency for tourism and hospitality. I teach people how to use social media. And you raise your voice up high as I you're do. talking. I play with my dog. You know, <laughs> I get around. <laughs> and you, you do a wonderful job. And uh, look, hats off to you. We wanted to bring you in just to talk Thank state you. of social because it uh, it's an event uh, like no other. And again, for the rest of the country, when the borders do open up, um, do yourself a favour. Get over and do state of social. And then get down to Margaret River. Yeah. Or get, up north, or go, go to Exmouth or, you know, anywhere. Totally. There, there's places you can drive, there's places you can fly, do it. I don't say, and I know you don't say it lately, that it is an event like any other, but I have been, I've been to all the events. Yes, I, I've gone to the US, I've gone to the UK, I've been, I've been to them. Yep. And the only one that beats it is Meet the Media, which I know <laughs> that you'll agree with. But I don't know. I can't get in. The tickets sell so fast. <laughs> there was a final jab there from uh, from Meg, if you didn't hear that. Well done. Hey, great to have you here. And our only guest to return to this yeah. date. Yeah. This is a pretty special moment. <laughs> I mean, you did say that in the last podcast that I was on with you. Yeah, no, but, yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll I'm the first one to come three times in any iteration of a Lana and Nick podcast. Yes, yes there it is. Very good yep. point. I feel very special. Well done. Well, we feel we feel it was special to have you in here and thank you for giving us your time. If people want to get in contact with Meg Coffee, how do they do it? Twitter is the best way. Text and Meg, at Tex and Meg. That's get it. There, get there to her. She's good on it. She does it. She does it well. Another good one there, Lana. Yeah, flying the Twitter flag, as always. Thanks, Meg. As we do know, I mean, we do talk media on this, and social media uh, is such an important part, as is digital marketing, the whole part of it. And it all combines into one. And uh, this was uh, this was special. It was. Well, we'll catch <laughs> Raise you. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. <laughs> Got to do a big coming. And I can't do a tax and accent, but um, <laughs> let's finish off. Uh, we'll look forward to having your company next week when we talk to another expert or another media. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.